0: Mr. Gbenga's Hard Drive is a film I think every Nigerian filmmaker should see because I think it's a lesson on how to make an interesting style out of the worst of our challenges. When Chuku Martin directed his first feature film, he had a near zero budget so if you want to make your first feature film but haven't done so because you don't have the money, you just might realize that your excuse doesn't hold water after listening to this episode. You know what else Martin didn't have? A perfect script. So, What's Your Excuse? Yes, Martin is a director, but he's also an actor and writer. He calls his films plays, and in particular, he calls his feature film a rough play. Couldn't be more apt. As you listen, I hope you find our conversation every bit as intriguing as I did. Martin, Chukwu, you're welcome to this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: And I'm glad to be here. Good evening.
0: You, well, we don't know what time people are listening, so you well, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, we
1: don't know when. So yeah. good morning, good evening, and good night.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So my first question: mm-hmm. How did you find yourself in the film space? What brought you to filmmaking?
1: Uh, what brought me to filmmaking? Hmm. I think um, seeing my brother perform uh, rehears in his room. Um, I grew up seeing him talk about his church dramas and, and all, and um, I, I I got to be in his first, he's a musician, yeah. so I got to be in his first music video, so the first the first time I appeared on screen was a music video, a Christian gospel music uh-huh. video, <laughs> and seeing all that process, I was like, what about this book doing? Like, you know that was my first introduction to it, to film, to anything film, to the gospel music video. So, mm-hmm. so I, um, I think that inspired me somehow, on probably unconsciously because I did not really give it much thought. Um, but yeah, so that was my first time on a film on a film set, mm-hmm. and um, so and then after that, theater took me, and. As a, as an artist, you can't from experimenting or experiencing with different mediums. Mm-hmm. So, as a theater student, I, I still um, picked up the camera that my friend had. I would still shoot something. So yeah, from there, I just I just had I just had this journey. You know that this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be an artist from stage to screen. So painting, anything, I'm just going to go there. Mm. So, yes.
0: Fantastic. What was, what was your first short film and what was it like making that?
1: Uh, my first short film. I've shot a lot of films, um, short films, experiments, I call them experiments. Mm-hmm. Um, my first short film I can recall making, um, but I say is my first is is a man, is a story about a man who just um we see him in the house dressing up, he wears a suit, carries his bag, and then heads out into the street. So on the way, he just keeps bumping into people. He just keeps bumping into people. I'm wondering why he keeps bumping into people. Till he closes for the day, he goes home, and then we see. In his bag, he, brought, he brings out a lot of phones, so he's a pickpocket.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He brings out wallets, phones, different things, so he's a pickpocket. That's, that's his job. And all the phones that he has stolen begin to ring all at the same time. You know, so, but I, I didn't make it like I said it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the film didn't come out like this. This is, this is like the, the ambitious filmmaker mm-hmm. saying this thing uh, writing this script or having this idea and i didn't ha- i didn't have a script for it anyway, you know just so but well, yeah but well, yeah that was, that was my first film and i shot it and it was it was horrible
0: <laughs> i and know almost know. every filmmaker says that I just, I mm. but what year did <laughs> yes. you make it
1: yeah 20... is it yes. 2013
0: is that 2013
1: 2013
0: Wow. So I mean yes. I know you've made a lot of short films um since then, but your first your first feature film is uh, Mr. Gwinga's hard drive, right? Yes, yes it is. Yeah, why didn't you make a feature film sooner?
1: Um because I've been I've been experimenting mostly and the thought of having play around ideas for an hour, forty-five minutes an hour. 30 minutes or twenty minutes, just um, just didn't give me the 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 energy to make film, you know. Because I I I want to make films on the go. I want to be making films. I don't want the film that would hold me down, and you know, probably take me take my time Mm. instead of making short films and experimenting. I'm here making just one film
2: Mm.
1: and trying to push the 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 story to an hour or so. You know, so that didn't give me, short films kept me going. They kept me experiencing life as, and the ideas that I have in my head. Mm. You know, yeah, it just keeps me going, it just keeps me going. But with Mr. Bender's Hard Drive, it, yeah. was, it was an understanding of those short films and the way I made them and the way I now want to make a future film. So the idea that, that came was, okay, if I can make a short film, of say 10 pages or less in a day, if I add up that, and that gives me probably some minutes, if I add up another few pages and few moments, I mean, I have up to an hour, and if I spend a day in a character's life, that's 24 hours, I mean, and I don't need one hour of that person's life. So what do I do to make to make, the, to, to make my films the way I made my short films. And to see how that energy, that passion that came with that short film, those experiences to happen. And that's how Mr. Bingo's Hard Drive happened.
0: Wow. So in fact, I, I'm really curious about the development process for that film. Where did the idea come from? How long did you spend from um, working out the concept to completing the screenplay?
1: Okay. Okay, well <laughs> it's a quite a dangerous something to do, I would say, because many people will not fall into it.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I I've had the idea, I've thought Mr. Daniels Hard drive before as a short film. You know? mm-hmm. And when I made it into a short film, it was that same that same um, issue of okay, now we're in we're in post. And then we see one slight mistake, and then we we try to shoot it again and it never ever happens. And then the film is just gone. That's what happened with the short film. We saw a slight mistake and then we tried to fix it in post and probably we shoot the scene and the film never saw the saw the light of day. You know? So um moving that into Mr. Bengals hard drive. So after like two years ago, I shot it and I I I had Mr. Gwinga's hard drive. Somebody said she wanted to make a film. And I said, let's shoot. Let's make a film. Let's hear. We are here in Ibadan. We can make a film. So I gave her an idea I had of Mr. Gwinga's hard drive that I had before. It was incomplete because it's a short film. And what, what I did was I found another short film I had an idea of and I mixed the two of them together. So we have a plot A, we have plot B. And then we... I, Put it all together, and then we have a fifteen-page script for the future film.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> so, the idea came like we sh- the idea came, and we shot in a week. I wait. didn't. I didn't. Um...
0: Wait, 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 wait! You're telling me that from from going from ideation to the shoot was one week. Uh, Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. Um. When we had the idea, we're going to shoot the next week. So, and we shot the film in three days. So the preparation was mostly because, and the film is heavily improvised. It's a 15 page script. And I want an hour, few minutes. So how, do I still tell my story with improv, with these actors and situations that we have around us. And that was how we kept progressing each day. To, to add up scenes. There were so many scenes that were added in two. There were so many scenes that were shot that you see that are improvised like we just we just saw something happening and we just started recording at those events you know so yes that's that was the development process to the making of the film and the making of the film is another is another thing entirely i must say yeah
0: we're definitely going to get to that but i mean i i got a sense of why you called it a rough play but now i'm beginning to understand (laughs) even better so i really want to know i know you call your short films (laughs) plays right so um why do you call this particular film a rough play
1: okay Okay. um i call my first of all i I call my i decided to call my films plays as a homage to theater Mm. You know, they are the best place of my of my of my craft, you know. So I decided to pay homage to that and call my film's Please. And I, because I realized that actually what we all we do is play. I mean, that's basically what film is to me. Yeah. Is it's the it's the 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 medium is the playground, and you are here to play. So what are you playing with? What equipment are you playing with? What what are you doing in this playground? So rough play is actually like films. Most um, films that I make, that I know, they are doing the Eric Malanshi. We are playing in your bar,
2: yeah.
1: like in theater. We we'll say it's a ruku. You know something you just you just made up,
0: mm-hmm. but in
1: a professional sense, it's improv. Mm. So I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, I love the concept of a rough play and everything, and even the feel of the film. It came across, yeah. you know, in the feel of the film. So my guess is it also influenced um, the cinematography style that you went for yes, and everything.
1: Yes, yes, it influenced every everything. It, it, it influenced the way the characters dressed. Mm. Yes. And you, you see that the security guy, I mean, those are not, <laughs> you know, that's, that's like anti-satire. The film is the satire. Yes. Uh, I would mm-hmm. and,
2: you
1: know, so many characters are just very underdressed or just, just play stupid and wasting time. The security job there was just to waste time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Really, you know. So, yeah, in place, I mean, there was no, we shot even when there were generator sound. We shot when the sound we felt was bad. Mm-hmm. We shot when, whether it was dark now or it was then sunny, we, we shot, we kept going. You know, the, so I was always on this cinematographer, Father Mana Okwong, he's a very, I think he's, he's one of the best that I've worked with. And he, 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 if you see his other films to so this, you see a big difference. So he's he's a uh, director of photography that is really that is always willing to, to change, you know, mm-hmm. to whoever he's working with. He understands their vision and then he goes with it. And he understood the vision of this and he went with it. When he zoom in and he zoom out, you know, make it very more like a documentary. Yeah. You know, and just yeah, just and just play. And and I I enjoyed the process. I enjoyed it because it's it feels like I'm breaking all the rules I'm, I don't I'm breaking that. I'm making a statement that films you can make a film you know because we face a lot of challenges in Nigeria making films
2: yes I yes.
1: mean I just finished a, a I just finished <laughs> a series we have we come here to wreck before you know and then we enter and then the generator sound somewhere mm-hmm. and Yeah, there's not not just one, there's one, there's two, there's three, all over, and then you can't shoot. So the film is like, no, 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 why can't I shoot? I mean, these are part of the challenges. So you probably see us frame the generator noise uh, somewhere and then add it to the film you know to okay. show that the generator is somewhere
0: and you know and the are, funny thing uh, i
1: mean
0: i mean i noticed i noticed in that part of the film but i didn't mind it at all i mean first off this is nigeria yes. where we hear generator sounds all the time i was thinking about you know yoruba films and how it feels like sometimes they forgot to bring a tripod along or something because you know the 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 footage is shaky and everything and it gets distracting but i mean here the star wars it felt more deliberate and it just went with the flow of everything and got me thinking about how and got me thinking about how if we could just be so much more deliberate about our storytelling the what we look at as limitations they don't really have to matter
1: yes yes i believe so Mm-hmm. Because if you are, you'll be more focused on the story and how without minding every other thing around it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I usually feel those things are distractions. I mean, I see some sets. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not, I mean, it, those are, they are very good too. I mean, setting up for hours and hours is good. Yeah. You know, if eventually you set up for 20 hours
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the scene is still very bad yeah so what's the point? All
0: the point so you see many
1: produ- you see many productions those set up for hours you mm-hmm. put the lamp stand here oh put the bedside lamp light, light the scene properly everything the yeah. focus player is on dark everybody is blah blah, blah 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 and then action and then you're seeing on screen some very wacky performance you know you forget the performance yeah performance you focus on the the technicalities and forget the performance you know, and this usually affects the actor's psyche. That's another thing on its own, you know. So, but yeah. So the film is, is a statement to, 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 say, just keep going, just keep going, just keep just keep going, just keep pushing these characters anywhere you see them, and you feel that situation will take that character. Whether there are ten generator sounds that you shoot that scene, I will still get the same feeling that we want from that performance. You know, we can, we can. It's about the performance. Then every other thing adds to it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't get the truth, the soul in that character, if you like, all for the generator sound, part everywhere, mm-hmm. and you know, light it up up as as much as you want, you still get a soulless experience. Yeah, there's we- nothing you feel.
0: Which is a problem with a lot yeah. of films today, to be honest. They lack yeah. soul. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. So I'm curious, what yeah. what was your budget?
1: Well, the way I work, um, I shot another film like that some some weeks ago. And I shot in three days too.
0: A feature but fi- this one
1: had some lights, yes, a feature film. This one had some you know light setup and all, but I still try to break it down as much as possible. So my budget, back to budget. So I call for I call friends together, and nobody collects any money from me mm. because I'm collaborating. Uh. So I have hey, you have camera now. I'm shot with black magic, so I say okay, you have um, you have camera now. And I think the only person I paid on set was the sound man. Okay. You know, and every other person there was friends, and we just said let's make a film. And everybody came together and said. I believe you can. I believe you, and I appreciate them for believing that we can make something out of nothing. Mm. Less is more. I believe. So the budget for that film was around fifty thousand error. Wow, well,
0: guys, you can make a film, a feature film, with fifty thousand error.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe maybe when I say fifty, it comes to okay. Let me say hundred. So maybe at least so. <laughs> Let oh, me say 100. Like we would not say Yes. But yes, 100, 100 is still something fair. And I think that's like the biggest, um, the highest I've shot, even a short film with, I've not shot a short film with 100,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So where did where did much of that money go apart from paying the sound guy?
2: Uh,
1: just food. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that would should go nice and well. So food and... Food and transport, basically.
0: Okay, okay, that makes sense. So, I mean, um, apart from money that you had, what other resources did you have at your disposal that made um, your work possible?
1: The actors, the actors were the the main thing. The actors. Everybody kept coming up. I mean, there were scenes that just came up, and I'll be like, somebody buzz me and like, I see you're making a film. I want to act. Mm. And I say, oh, nice okay, we'll have a scene for you tomorrow. Come around. And wow. the person does not know what she's coming to do. Or- wow. <laughs> you have been in the film. You yes. must have seen the scene with the, the prayer lady. Yes. here.
0: Yes.
1: This year, uh, yeah, that was that was very, very much improvised. That was like the last thing we shot. The, film, the last day. I mean, she just came and said she wants to be in the film. I said, okay, bring your white clothes, bring your Bible. If you have one let's shoot it then we just shot it and added it to the
0: film wow like um, um, the more I hear about your process the more terrified I am of doing something like this because I, I'm the kind of a person who likes to prepare <laughs> everything to the last detail you know but I do think yeah. that for someone like me it might actually be, actually be a good challenge to try to make a film like this even if it's just a short film yeah
1: yeah, yeah I mean it's something, it's something everyone should try I mean, I have a film I want to shoot next, and it's not going to be like this. I'm not really a fan of
0: tripods.
1: Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> so I always want to be on the move. Wow. You
0: know,
1: sometimes when I feel it, I feel it's becoming too boring when you're just. Six.
0: Really, and I'm a tripod person. I'm like this guy. I'm a big fan of Yasujiro Ozu. Just keep everything on sticks all through.
1: Yeah. So, but it depends on the film you're making. I mean, if, if it works. I mean, we didn't, we didn't change the lens to this Sabine al hmm we didn't change the lens, we didn't, we didn't, there was nothing short on stick.
0: What, what lens did you use?
1: Um, we used a, a 35
0: Uh huh. All right, fantastic. So I mean, looking at the film, um, the results, everything, the experience, what do you think you could have done better to prepare for the film better? Do you think there was anything you could have done?
1: I think if, if, just like if I begin to, crit, if I'm to critique the film, I mean, there's so, many, there's so much to say, but there's not much to say about the, I, I don't think I'll have much to say about technicals because this film is like you're setting yourself up already. You're critiquing yourself already as you go on, as you go along.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you talk about the sound, uh, say, I'll tell you, that's how that's intention it's intentional. If you say, if you say the cinematography, I'll tell you, is intentional. Mm-hmm. If you say the editing, I'll tell you, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. So there's no angle you go because from the onset, we, we, we've told ourselves that this is what we want to do bad or good. We'll shoot, we'll keep going because that's the agenda. Yeah. So if I'm to do anything different, it will, be, it will, probably, it will probably be um to be able to acquire some sat, some songs that I want.
2: <laughs> mm, I was going to talk yes, so about
1: some particular sounds that are that are not in the one you saw.
2: Okay.
1: I we're trying to we're trying to get um, rights for them, you know, but it's been hard because they're very old songs. They are yeah. I mean they're very, very old songs. Uh, you can't really hear it again per se.
0: I see, I see. Meanwhile, the songs that, um, uh, that you do have on there, how did you get them? Like, how, how did you get the music? Uh, they are from friends. <laughs> oh, I see.
1: Mostly three. The, the second one is a general Igbo traditional song. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, the music that's there, I don't know which songs you want to add. I'm sure they are banging and everything, but I like what is there already. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Meanwhile, um, what do you think uh, was your biggest mistake when you were making this particular film? Any regrets at all?
1: Yes, there was a regret. Um, well, well, we already, well, there was a scene we, we, we were supposed to shoot. So I, I told, no, something happened. The woman was parked in front of us. And she was trying to, the crew, cast and crew were trying to help her push her car. Mm. And then I told the cameraman to the DP to, to, to roll. to roll. Then I asked the main character to join them to push the car. And we kept rolling. And then the scene ended. Woo, nice one, guys. We got it. Um, and then we realized that the DP was not rolling.
2: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't, can't forget that. Oh my God. Wow. Lost some files. So I have to I have to reshoot some scene. Wow. Yeah, if you don't realize after we've we said caught I and mean, everything.
0: Oh man.
1: You begin to think of, I mean, I have to reshoot a scene that was really you know, I had to reshoot some scenes. And at that time, well, I'm giving out some spoilers already. <laughs> at the time, the, the main the main cast, he, he had that's a reason, he had his hair, his hair was not as full cool as it was in some mm. scenes, but mm. we tried to hide it as much as we could. I
0: didn't, to be honest, I and didn't notice. Had,
1: of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we had he had more beers in some scenes, but we <laughs> found a way to hide it. I'm
0: going to watch again and see if I can pick up all those things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the answer scenes that you've seen in the film. I was going
0: to ask about um, them.
1: Oh, okay. Yes, the the NSAS scenes were, were clips that I shot during the answers period, mm. so I just added that. And to it
0: worked so well. I was wondering because I was wondering was the answers thing an inspiration for the film? Was it? You know, I was really curious about that.
1: You know, the you know, the funny thing. The funny thing with Mr. Mandela had I had before when I wrote it. We didn't have this protest. We didn't have there was no answers. Mm. And the film the film more or less predicted some certain things.
2: Yeah.
1: In the monologue, in the narration, in the opening narration, you know, it when he talked about he first talked about the virus in the air, he talked about people killing politicians and well, maybe that one also happens. (laughs) You know, killing politicians and people have taken to the streets, people are angry, people have taken back power. You know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so, yeah, so it's, it unpacks a lot. And I mean, and it's even talked about 2020, when I wrote it there, you know, it was still the same thing. It's, it was vision 2020 that that was in mind. And because it's a year that we've all waited for,
2: Yeah,
1: you know, vision 2020 and here it is. And this is what happened. I mean, (laughs) this is what happened, you know, so it was it's, it, 2020 is actually a, a great time, a great time to live in, really, mm. despite the challenges. It's a great time to, to live in. No, yeah. 2021 is ending. 2021 is ending. We're forgetting about 2020.
0: Yeah, so, we have- so maybe,
1: maybe this thing will remind us about 2020.
0: Yeah, yeah, it
1: definitely...
0: <laughs> Definitely will. I'm curious yeah. about um, how you work out improv. How do you do that with the actors? What's your process like? Can you give us an Oh,
1: yes. I'm, I'm a fan of improv.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I've, I've been on some improv shows. Um, I was wondering after some episodes. We, have, we had like a live audience. It was improv and you're getting instant feedback. Whether it's funny or not. So I'm editing on the go. You Not know, like I'm editing the script, I'm editing on the go. And I also edit the film, so I'm editing on the go. You know, so I'm chopping. I'm saying, no, don't say that. Your character won't say that. Say this. Okay, don't say that. Okay, nice. Move on. You know? So, so there's a continuous workout like that with all the actors, with all the and some scenes, you'll see some scenes where some characters are, are even about to laugh. Like they laugh actually. So we left all those things there because I found them very natural, like very playful. I mean, that's the actors, that's the actor playing. Why not just, why not enjoy it? There are a lot of boom shots that entered that we had to chop out in editing because sometimes you don't know when, so you don't know when the cameraman is zooming in or zooming out and then you're in short. shot. But then this, this, someone is also smart to, you know, play around, not know, was little, little so everybody was just putting in the work and we just kept going with every scene. We just kept going. And I think if descriptions really help understanding the scene mm. without some people just write. You no know, one Since the, the writer does not tell you what the scene is about. Mm. You know, he just probably writes it. And then you have to get what the meaning is. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's where that's where the core is. When you can describe it, you can know what the scene is, then it is easy for you or anybody, even the, the, the DP or the, anybody playing who understand the frame in which you're playing and then will know what you're looking out for. Mm. Everybody will be in their, in their game. The DP will know that. I know, I know when to zoom in to get this reaction. I know when this actor has known that the camera has zoomed in you know, sometimes as actors, actually know when the camera is on. You. Wow! <laughs> you actually know because you feel it. You know, and you know when the cameraman has has panned away from you.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly to so know when to probably rearrange yourself and get back. Yeah. So yeah, so you, and you have to take it in one take. So all these things are things that actors naturally with experience have to know. You know, mm-hmm. so it's really really tough smart work.
2: Yeah, everybody, yes. It's yes,
1: so it keeps you on the go, it keeps you on the go, it keeps you on the go. Yeah, definitely. the last one I shot. The mm-hmm. last, sorry, the last thing I shot at the point I didn't even know what the ending was going to be. Wow, was, I didn't know what it was going to be. I was asking everybody, like, guys, what do, you, what do you think this ending should be? What are we doing in this thing? What do we do? <laughs> and everybody just they just come up with their own thought. I like, okay, now nah, nah, let's buy that idea, that's fine, let's go, let's show. It let's say it comes out, I and mean, that's how we just kept it. <laughs> yeah,
0: how many endings did you shoot?
1: I shot just one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just shot just one. <laughs>
0: yes. I mean, so, know, so, yeah. If I were in that position, I feel like I would shoot more than one ending if I could.
1: Well, I I already have the way the way I shoot it was quite because I'm editing it, so I already know. Uh, I already know what I can use as ending. I can already know. So I'll just shoot some things. I just, I shoot a lot of extra footage
0: mm,
1: sometimes. Makes sense. To add up some, yeah, to just, to just play around with just in case. So there are not even three, there'll be four possible endings. I can take it back to the beginning and say, uh-huh. oh yeah, <laughs> I can put the first scene back in the, in, or the end scene back in the beginning and play mm-hmm. around it like that. Be, to me, something else. Yeah. Yeah. So if I feel if a film is well shot, there's no way you would have, you would have shot that possible ending. Mm. Mm. You would have shot it. There's no way. That's if it's not film. (laughs)
2: You
1: know film now. You just do medium wide close up and reverse. (laughs) Remember, you don't go up. Awesome. yeah yeah
0: yeah so i'm curious in your 15 i'm wondering how what your um script looked like is it that there are some scenes that you know had zero dialogue and were just maybe one liners or descriptions oh, or something okay.
1: yeah yeah some scenes some one or two scenes had the uh, lines
0: hmm.
1: written out yes some of one or two scenes had written from the old script because i've written the short film as a script hmm. I, I read the script for the short. So I just added that and then from the other one. So we had some some scenes that were written, but of course they were very well changed.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you know, sometimes when you get to the location, your film changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I
0: mean I, like, I mean, I like this style because when you think about feature film, especially if you have to do everything like writing it and editing it, you're thinking of how much work and time is going to go into the script and then, you know, shooting it and then post production, but this style it's very tempting, I must say.
1: Very yeah, tempting. I mean especially for for young filmmakers, yes. I, I believe. Um it's, also like a people, statement today, well, an offering. Yes. Yes. Mm. You know an offering to them. Say you guys are waiting for one one million naira, <laughs> three million naira, five million naira. <laughs> I mean, and you want to make film how much will you make from the five million how much will you make from the, so I've been trained from in theater to use to do less is more, you know, mm. to minimalist approach, to go with the minimalist approach. And I, I did most of my, I mean, I directed Hamlet in my third year. Mm. And it was very minimal, you know, very, very, very minimal. And we, it was, it was more about the performance than what you're seeing. So, probably play with an empty stage and still give a good performance and play with all the sets in the world and just give you the same thing once the performance is
0: good. I mean, once the performance is good, like, that's what pulls people in.
1: Um, exactly. So, many, many, many young filmmakers don't know this. They just want, uh, let me then carry on big camera. Let me mm-hmm. do this one, bring mm-hmm. this one, and pay this one thousands of naira and drone and fly drone. And you know, without forgetting the story, the screen is not lying there looking at you, saying, Hey uh <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, just shoot, just shoot me, man. I'm I'm right here, shoot me.
2: Yeah, shoot me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you know, so, so we are telling filmmakers that it, your film is not just one thing. Film is just about carrying those big cameras and setting up in parallel and setting the ray of light to hit this one space and hit that one space. No, you can still make film that way, but why can't you make film this way? So, it's an alternative. Like, if you can still tell your story this way, even with your camera phone, you can still shoot something, shoot the picture film. You can do it. Why, why wait till somebody puts up their agenda because you're wasting time before you can roll and mm-hmm. you know, or shoot?
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, so, it's, it's, it's a lot that young filmmakers are. I see people doing making short films with three million, five million. Like, did you guys get money from somewhere? Like, who's funding you?
0: I mean, obviously.
1: And (laughs) yeah, even if they are, mean, but why? Like, and when you see the films, they're not. I I mean, I I mean, I respect someone like um, uh, Tolu Ajayi, Mm. who I hear makes big budgets short films. Yeah, you know, but I mean, the result is always clear. You know the sponsors, so. so,
2: Mm-hmm. or why, they, why he's
1: making that film, probably for propaganda or, or anything or otherwise, you know, over, obviously paid for, you know. So, yeah, you, you, you look at those things and say, why do I want to match up to these essence? Can I match up? Are you sure? <laughs> like, you know, so just, just make the film as it's, it's anything. We'll accept as long as you told the story that's good. Yeah. Something we can, we can, we can um, relate with. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I know um, Mr. Abuenga's hard right, right now is doing uh, the festival rounds, yes?
1: Yes, yes, yes. We are officially for festivals, and um, we're still trying to do some home um, re- previews and you know, screenings. I just show the film around.
0: Mm. I was wondering what you had in mind for distribution.
1: Uh, well, for distribution, we're looking at some online platforms anyway. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and really, just keeping fingers crossed.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. we, my producer will take care of that.
2: <laughs> Honestly. I really, I,
1: really, I really like to just keep my hands clear on those, those things too uh, much. Nice. I like to follow it, but I mean, let me just do my film. Okay, yeah. you, you can sell it. You can do something about it, right? And We're just, we just working together. But let me just make my film.
0: Yeah, I get that, I get that, but yeah. honestly, honestly, I hope it's a film that um, a lot of people get to watch. To be honest, I can see it um, on an Africa magic, like, I wish it's it's a film that could get on Africa magic, because, again, because the messages in there, you know, it's, it's, uh, there, there are messages I think that a lot of Nigerians, you know, should see, and it's a... It's a style that I think that people should you know get more accustomed to and everything like it's the regular um oh it's not the regular it's the regular and it's not the regular regular in the sense that you know we're seeing so the low budget stuff and everything but then it's still very engaging from start to finish you know not like a film not like the typical film that you see that it starts with one story and then in the middle you're wondering are we still in the same film yeah you know yeah you know. so yeah yes, yes. you made Thank y- you. you have made something really wonderful really and even if Thank even you. if the the average audience doesn't see it, every nigerian filmmaker i think should see this especially people who you know are new in the film space to be honest i find i found oh. it very inspiring you know, and I'm thinking a lot about, you know, how I can actually just get out there and, and make a, another feature film. Even though I had, I had like a proper budget for my first film and the yeah. producer and everything. i just going out and doing something of my own because I feel like I won't proper, properly be able to tell the stories I want to tell, you know, if yeah. I'm not the one producing my thing myself.
2: Yes.
0: You know, so. Yes. Yes. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for making the film.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you. I, I really
0: appreciate this. Yeah. And of course, thank, thank you, you for joining me on the podcast.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoy this. I think this is my first um, podcast.
0: Oh, really? Wow. That's
1: cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm getting used to the technology.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. So, what do you think? Are you inspired to jump right into it and make a film the CM way? CM is Chico Martin by the way. I know his style is definitely not for everybody, but if you're adventurous, I dare you to give it a shot. Thank you for listening. Before you go, please take a screenshot of this podcast and share it on your Instagram stories, Facebook stories, share the link on Twitter, share with your friends and family who are filmmakers or aspiring filmmakers. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We hope to see you on Instagram. Our handle is at the African filmmaker. If you'd like to connect with me, my handle is at Corey Day. that is K-O-R-A-Y-D-A-Y. Tweet at me and let me know what you thought of this episode. My Twitter handle is at IamKorede. Connect with Martin on Instagram. His handle is at Martin. Links to his work will be in the show notes. I recommend you watch Alter Boys, by the way. Until the next episode, toodles!